Episode 20 of Matchup Mashup, where we provide you with a weekly dive into two relevant contenders in the Hearthstone meta. Except this week, we're actually not talking about two relevant contenders in the Hearthstone meta at all. Because it's stale. We're talking about... Yes! We're talking about new cards, which aren't stale and are fun! Yeah. So, as I said, I'm Private Merc, and this is my beautiful co-host, Wee Wee Man. How you doing, Wee Wee Man? I'm doing alright. I guess I'm uh I'm I've been coughing a lot lately so I apologize if I have to clear my throat a lot right now. Um I don't know like why. I I don't feel sick, but like last night I was trying to go to bed and I was just <clears throat> I was just hacking my lungs up. So that's been interesting. You hadn't played enough Overwatch before you tried to go to bed. Yeah. Your body was like re- not responding properly. Bro, I literally I I think that has something to do with it cuz I didn't play any Overwatch last night and I was I was just I was laying in bed tossing and turning. I think I like actually didn't fall asleep till 1 a.m. even though I, I think laid we in found bed the like root 11. cause. Yeah, I think so. I went to bed early, bro. I put I put on Netflix, and there was literally this, like, Netflix thing where you could, like, pick, tell it that you wanted to sleep, and then it read me a story about an aquarium with, like, aquarium plan, and I fell asleep. Uh, I don't remember anything else. Just... That's cool. Megan Megan always tries to get me to watch these. Uh, her name's Whispering Willow, and she, like, she's pretty cool. She does these, like, ASMR videos where, like... She has ones where she's like in the Harry Potter universe, and she, you're like meeting up with her in like this little corridor, and she's like drawing you spells to like do, like. But whispering willow is friggin' sounds a little bit ominous. Yeah, it's 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 she, she has a cool vibe. I like her aesthetic a lot, but it, but it's sad because I. I can't actually fall asleep to it because, like, just having the TV on at all when I'm trying to go to sleep, it, it's just like too bright, and like. I, I just can't. So I always just put on, like, the black screen rain when I'm going to sleep. Hannah sometimes puts on, like, it'll be raining, and then it'll be, like, eight-hour people reading creepy pastas YouTube video to rain. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I would not. I and I'll not. just, like, come home. For, I'll just come, come in the room from gaming at 1 a.m., and it'll be like, and he stood there outside of my window, blood. And I'm just, like, literally, like, blood dripping down the knife and a twisted smile on his face <laughs> how does that not just give nightmares <laughs> uh, um but yeah uh uh from from me to you guys uh i want to just like kind of say what happened uh why we've been on the hiatus from, from only we we man yeah. to you guys though not not me yeah because private merc didn't him, care at all he was just like you know the, yeah i didn't like, care we we man said we we man said i made like the website and i'm working really hard and i was like yo uh honestly delete the website we don't need our fans <laughs> said that. but yeah no uh no on from both of us like uh what has happened is just the the meta has gotten really stale, like we said, and uh, it just it just uh, honestly has not been that much fun for either of us. So uh, we've just been playing. Other I just games haven't been playing that much either. Yeah, yeah, we've we've been playing. We've been getting back into Overwatch, which has been fun. Um, 
and I fin- I got to finish Spider Man Miles Morales so that in in time because I really want to play Spider Man too because it just came out and Spider Man Miles Morales just like Spider Man ha- made me uh, cry so that means Spider Man Two is also gonna make me cry oh, damn. and then uh, just that and then but Wee Wee Man doesn't care Wee Wee Man says. Bro, I just don't want to be Spider-Man. <laughs> Honestly, if I if I wanted to be a superhero, I should play the Batman games, and then he doesn't play the Spider-Man or the Batman <laughs> games. So, yeah, I I have not been a single-player guy. I I just have been uh, doing too much lately. With he's been feeding and over. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty exhausting. <laughs> it's pretty. When, when I'm like the only stop. guy feeding on the team, bro, like come on, you guys gotta pick up the slack. Doomfist. <laughs> hey, you bring up my Doomfist, but, um, but my Junker Queen's pretty good, though. Gotta admit. She's alright. Yeah, that's true. You do excel at characters that shift into the enemy team and then immediately die. <laughs> God. Um, but no, you're a good tank. Anyway, so yeah, we just... I mean, when I boot up H's replay every week and the top deck is in Rage Warrior, I just don't really want to play. There's like, And there hasn't been like any new discoveries in the meta... I know, like, Paladin got some, so, like, there was a period of time where suddenly Earthen Paladin and Disco Paladin and all those decks are, started seeming playable, and they're still, like, playable, and there's, I know there's stuff happening, it's just none of it is interesting enough to make me want to play Hearthstone, and I have other games and stuff right now, and it's still, like, okay, like, to all of our fans also, it's okay if a period of time strikes where you don't want to play Hearthstone. Just because Hearthstone slams you with daily and weekly quests and events and FOMO, 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 pre-order, pre-order, it's like, it's okay if you just don't want to play the game for a bit. Yeah, and I think like, it's healthy. It's good sometimes. I think, yeah. It's good, because now I'm excited for the Badlands, and I haven't just been playing the game because I feel like I have to play the game, but now I can be excited for the new cards. Yeah. So. For sure. So, um, unless Wee Wee Man has anything else he wants to say about that, since we've got so many cards to do. We're going to do all the neutrals today, and then two classes. I picked Demon Hunter, and Wee Wee Man picked Priest, because those are the classes we both wanted to each talk about the most. And then, um, (laughs) and then I, um, that's about half of the cards, because the neutrals take up, like, almost 40 cards. So, and then we're going to try to cover... Uh, probably gonna need to do two more episodes well, when to does, get the rest when of the does classes. The, when does the set? The four, it comes release. out the 14th. The 14th so of November? A week and a day. A week and a day. Oh, so, like, today is Monday. It comes out next Tuesday. Um, hmm. Well, okay. We'll, we'll have to have a business meeting. We'll have to discuss the, uh... We'll be better planners. We'll come more prepared next time, guys. But you, honestly, you should have come to expect nothing more, like, <laughs> honestly, so... But, but, we, we may be able to get you some, all the card reviews before it releases. I, I, that'll be my goal. If we can't, I'll actually try to use my Twitter for once and post it to my... We'll try audience. if, like, we... <laughs> We'll try if we both are feeling like it and not feeling like Overwatch that day. Yeah. We'll put in an effort, maybe. <laughs> so, with that out of the way, um, do you want to talk? start talking about the new cards we, we made? Yeah, so do we want to go, like, neutral, just in the order of the how you wrote them? Yeah, in the order we put it in the show notes, probably. Okay. I'll go first, because I want to. Yes. So the first card is Reno Lone Ranger. 
eight mana neutral hero card the first ever neutral hero so you can run this in every single class albeit though um really quickly in case anyone is unaware about half the classes are getting highlander support so half the classes will have a alleged class legendary that says if your deck has no duplicates and then have some crazy cracked effect and the half that aren't getting <coughs> highlander legendaries are getting excavate legendaries and like excavate cards so half of the classes are going to be excavating and half of the classes are going to be highlanding um so while you can technically run this in every class unless there's a very specific reason to you're probably going to be running this in like the half of the classes that actually have highlander payoffs like other highlander cards that you can put in your deck but this card five armor Battle cry, if your deck has no duplicates, empty the enemy board and limit it to one minion for a turn. It's high noon. And the way this works is poof. It's like the other Reno, like the mage Reno hero. Uh, they phase out of it. They get exiled if you played magic. They're gone. They get poofed, faded out of existence. No death rattles. No, they're not in the resurrect pool. So like resurrect cards can't bring them back. They didn't actually die. About, they just uh, phase them at existence. Um, what's the reborn? also they don't get reborn no nah, they don't get reborn because they didn't die um and you get the new hero power reno's hand cannon and reno's hand cannon swaps between seven different hero powers it just swaps to a random one other than the one it was last turn and so these are arcane bullet deal two damage refresh two mana crystals frost bullet deal two damage gain four armor Fire Bullet, deal 2 damage and then deal 1 damage to all enemy minions. Holy Bullet, deal 2 damage, give a friend random friendly minion, plus 2, plus 2. Nature Bullet, deal 2 damage, discover a spell. Shadow Bullet, deal 2 damage, summon a random 3 cost minion. And Fell Bullet, deal 2 damage, draw a card. So, uh, a lot going on with this card. And, Wee Wee Man, what are your thoughts and what do you rate this out of 5 stars? So, I gave this card a 4 out of 5. Um, and, I'm, I, I didn't give it a 5 out of 5 just because I thought if you're playing an 8 cost uh, hero card um, that's like clearing their board, like that's huge. Um, especially because it's not like they don't get like like we talked about it doesn't get like reborn or death rattles or any of that. Like it's and then huge. they can also only play one minion next. Turn. Yeah, so it's like they can't read. So you can also do really whatever quick. you want next turn, basically, because they don't get board development next. But turn. it's like this won't be a early game board clear, obviously. So it's like if you're playing against aggro in your turn eight and you play that, like you you won like five turns ago if you're playing this on eight against an aggro deck. So. I think it's good. It's just like, it's it's it was hard for me to give it a five out of five because I was like, like if you're using this, like it's probably gonna be against another like kind of like control type, like you know has a longer game plan, uh, and so you know I don't see. I mean I don't know. I guess you know if you play it and it, you know it clears their board and then they don't get to play anything and then on the next turn you get to play a bunch of stuff like it does give you the advantage so it's pretty good there i don't know uh, there was just like something like there's just something in my like heart that just like didn't want to give him a five out of five and i i think so I, I, just, I like that he, he 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 seems good but it just doesn't seem like 
it just seems like a win more card or like i don't know it just seems like i don't know what are your no, thoughts no no you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> it's a five out of five win more not shush shush okay <laughs> so for your point for your point for a card to be five out of five stars it doesn't need to be good in every single situation whereas you're saying since this is eight it's not like fantastic against aggro like yeah, that well that's true the situation that it is good in is clear make the it's the best possible thing for the situation it is which is clear the entire board but only the enemies unconditionally and they don't get any death rattles reborns or resurrect effects and then on your next turn you can develop their your board and they can develop their board the whole time and you get a ridiculous hero power you get hunter hero mm. power that can go anywhere and has a bonus effect every single turn and like all the bonus effects are yeah good. the arcane bullet i think is by far the best because you're just i don't know if any are technically the best since free. they're all situational yeah i think shadow bolt's pretty good shadow bolt's pretty good shadow deal two bolt damage really summon good. a three cost yeah they're all situational like there's gonna be times where you just really need to get frost bullets to live and you don't get frost bullets and it's like but like also that's not like oh they're all good they're all good it's five i mean it's five stars like while it isn't good it can't come down before turn eight like when it does come down it's the best possible thing for like what it is which is like it's like the best possible board clear is just making all their shit disappear yeah i guess i was just being difficult it, it probably does deserve a five out of five because yeah i mean you're right like especially with uh with like people how they're like resurrecting um resurrecting their titans in certain decks like if you get rid of them with this card because it's not like they come back either oh yeah this this could this makes like chad warlock never want to play again yeah this this destroys that deck so yeah i i would i would agree with the five out of five i i don't know why i gave it the four out of five um <laughs> all right all right we spent 10 minutes on reno so why don't you tell us about the next one all right so the next one is dry scale deputy and it's a two mana two two naga it's common and it's Texas Battle Cry. The next time you draw a spell, get a copy of it. Um, what did you give this? Um, the thought just occurred to me. This is probably decent enough in the Naga Demon Hunter. Because, like, you probably run a bunch of cheap spells that no matter what you draw, like, you're probably fine with it. And this is a Naga. Like, this is a cheap Naga. Right. But I was like, for it to be really good... You would need to, like, shuffle spells into your deck, like that new warrior that shuffles those TNT spells into your deck, that new warrior legendary, and then, like, you could get this to get a copy of, like, the TNT. So for this to be really good, like, or for this to be really good, you have to have, like, a really small number of spells in your deck that you all really want to, like, get extra copies of. So I don't know. So for it to be really good, it seems like either too out of the way or like unlikely but for it to just be like okay a two mana two two i play this and i'm okay with drawing a copy of just any of the spells in my deck it doesn't seem like like i i just thought of the naga demon hunter it's probably could be seen there but overall i gave it like a i gave it like a two stars yeah i gave it i gave it a two star too for like the same reasons or what you think um not as in depth i was just thinking more so like like it's it's stats are like whatever they're just very average and 
then I mean just getting a copy of the next spell you draw like I guess it's good I don't know it just didn't like blow me out of the water like I think like 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 how you said like with demon hunter I think when you think more so of the decks that it will be ran in it it gets better but just as like looking at it as just a neutral that could be run in any deck I gave it a two out of five but like in in certain decks that are like super spell heavy and like maybe you do want to duplicate some spells like maybe all of your spells are worth duplicating then it's like yeah that would be a pretty good effect yeah, like a Naga Demon Hunter, you're running, like, that, like, re reduction spell, and then you're running, like, all the cheap damage spells and, like, card draw spells, and if you just get, like, another one of those, it's, like, you're, like, you're, basically, you're, like, have a bunch of spells in your deck, but you're, like, fine with all of them getting copied. Yeah. But there's lots of decks where, like, you don't really want that. Mm -hmm. Like, in Mage, like, if you, like, play this, and then you get, like, a third volume up, you're like, yeah, no thanks. Like, my, I already have eight cards in my hand. Like, I don't want three volume <laughs> right. So it's like, you have to, you definitely has to, like, fit in the deck you put it in. But I'm sure, but there are definitely decks that it does fit in. For sure. So maybe three stars, because I, I guess in the, I was also thinking, like, surface level. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, our next card is Whelp Wrangler. Two mana common, two, three. At the end of your turn, get a one, two Whelp with Taunt. So that gets added to your hand, and that Whelp is one mana. What are your thoughts, Wee Wee Man? I gave this a one out of five. That's what I'm talking about. Bro, do you know the card Vicious Rykul? Uh, no. Do not. This is running Paladin, some Paladin, like Aggro Paladin decks. It's the one mana, you know, it's the one mana, one, two. After this attacks, put a two, three that costs one in your hand. She's like a chick holding like a spear. Like, either well, you know it. You're just being a bad, naughty boy with your, <laughs> with your dement dementia. But, um, yeah, uh, that card, like, was run in some Aggro decks and then still wasn't good enough. If a 1-mana one 1-2 one that after it attacks, I put a 2-3 in my hand that costs 1 is not good enough. A 2-mana two 2-3 two that gives me something worse is, like, definitely, yeah, it's 1 stars. We don't need to talk about it. This is, like, not good. Yeah. Um, so the next up we have Tram Mechanic. It's a 1-cost 2-1 common minion. And its death rattle is get a barrel of sludge. Toxic waste. Handle with care. Um, and the barrel of sludge is a two cost spell two cost spell spell that is when this is played discarded or destroyed deal three damage to the lowest health enemy so what were your thoughts on this um barrel sludges can go phase the lowest enemy i said three out of five its stats are like not, you're not throwing a party over a one mana two one but it's aggressively statted and uh it's got really good it's it's i mean it's discard warlock synergy so like not that Discard Warlock is necessarily going to be incredible, but, I mean, it's Discard Warlock synergy, and it's also, like, disruption uh, tech. Like, if you get a bunch of these in your hand, like, and they try to disrupt your hand, if they destroy it, it just deals three damage to a random enemy. So, I think it's I think it's fine. It's multi-purpose in the sense that it's protection against disruption, and it's, like, discard synergy. So, I gave it a three out of five. The stats could be better, but, like... They had to have had a reason to give it, make it be a 2-1, so I'm assuming it's probably because the barrels are like, like, even if you just gotta play the freaking barrel, even if you gotta play it, it's like still, it's still 2 damage, or 3 damage for 2 mana. So I don't know, 3 stars for me. I feel like this would be good in a, um, and what, like, whatever 
Priest is trying to do, which we'll get to later, but they have a lot of, like, duplicate the one-cost cards in your hand. Like, maybe if you'd, like, duplicate this one specifically along with some other one-cost, like, that might be good to just, like, play, like, four of these, and then you get four tram mechan- or, uh, four barrel of sludges in your deck and... Um, but I don't maybe know. Maybe I'm just not a believer. Maybe I'm just not a believer of the priest one cost nonsense. <clears throat> but like, like all of any anything. We'll talk. I mean, we'll talk about that card later. But for any of those strategies to work, you have to draw all of those one cost cards and then just not play them and wait. Like, which means you're not playing cards. <laughs> right. right. So I don't know. The payoff has to be really good. I think. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. I don't know if barrels a sludger. But man, it could be. It could be. I don't know if I already said what I rated it. Um, in case I didn't, I rated it a <laughs> one out of five initially, just because I was like, Ugh, like what? Like I don't know. Like if you just had two of these in your deck, like there would be no point. Like if you had some kind of strategy where you were able to get multiple barrel of sludges, like more than two, then like sure. I could see it being rated more. You, just, you don't need a bunch necessarily, though. I guess, Yeah, like, I guess if it's just like an aggro deck, but I feel like. I feel like there's got to be better one costs than this if you're doing like an aggro. Well, it's also it's it's probably a discard warlock thing if anything, if anything. Yeah. Which I think warlock. I don't know actually. I don't know if warlock is getting discard stuff. Oh, warlock's getting a bunch of barrel of sludge stuff, and it's making their barrel of sludges cost less. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Okay. Uh, is it your turn or my turn? I believe your my turn. Yeah. Greedy partner, two mana, two three. Battle cry. If you're holding another two cost card, get a coin. Wee wee man. Um, I gave this one a three out of five. Uh, and why is that? So, I thought this one's like decent because getting a coin is never a bad thing. It's it's usually pretty good, and plus like the stats on it are pretty decent. Like a two mana, two three. It's like, you know, it's. Better than a two mana two two, obviously. So it's like, it's like the stats aren't bad, and I feel like the odds of you having a two cost card in your hand, like if, like I don't know, I feel like you would just run this in a deck that might have a lot of two cost cards, and so like it would happen a lot, and you wouldn't specifically de- like design your deck around that. But oh. if your deck does happen to have a lot of two cost cards, it might be worth putting in there, especially like maybe like a rogue deck, but I don't know if any rogue deck would have a bunch of two cost cards to make it worth it. But rogue decks are just the you're you're going you're going where I was going with it. Um it's 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 five stars, boy. Oh damn. Cuz like ever any rogue deck is just going to have a ton of two cost cards. You got the cock package, you got potion belt, you got ghoulish alchemist, you got putricide, you got lots of you got if you're doing the secrets, you got the secrets. You're you're going to have a two cost card in your hand. Yeah, uh 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 you want to know why it's five stars? You want to know why it's five stars? What's that? Um uh, 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 lo- look at that card and then look at Mailbox Dancer and tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me, tell me that Mailbox Dancer wasn't just put in every rogue deck for two years. And that this <laughs> is just like, like, you tell me that's not five stars. It's just Shadow yeah, yeah, Steppable for extra good. coins. Yeah. Shadow Steppable for extra coins. I'll be it. It is worse than Mailbox Dancer because you need to fit the condition and, uh, its stats are worse. And rogue, you want a three two. This is a two three, but 
I mean, you're gonna fill the condition. If you're playing a Miracle Rogue type style deck where you generate a bunch of coins and then do location or Draka stuff, like, I promise you're gonna have a two-cost card in your hand. Like, check um, so that's why, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay. So then we have Rowdy Partner, and it's a four-cost, four-three common minion with Battle Cry. If you're holding another four-cost card, deal four damage. What'd you give this? Bro, a four-man, a, a four, man, a four three that sometimes deals four damage? That is one star. Get that off my screen. Yeah, like, I gave it two a four man, two. I... A four-man, a four-three, which is horrible stats. Like, that is, like, a three-cost stats, like a four-three. And then, hey, sometimes it deals four damage. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's definitely not great. I feel like we can... Even if it was a four-man, a th- four-three battle cry deal four damage, that's, like, really not that good mm-hmm. i agree all right screw you rowdy partner <laughs> next up we got gaslight gatekeeper which is got a funny silly name what's this dude's flavor text gaslight great gatekeeper this girl is such a boss um she's a three mana three four undead battle cry shuffle your hand into your deck and then draw that many cards what do you think so, at first I thought I was like, oh, this is really good. Um, but then I was, like, thinking about a lot of the times when I would play uh, gear shifts and just get the same cards back in my hand. And then I was like, this is just, like, a, like, way worse Finley. And so I, I gave it a 2 out of 5. Because I, I was just like, I don't know. Like, if you're, if you're wanting to play this because your hand sucks or something... Um, then it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess there, there was some cards printed in, um, in the last set that, uh, for Demon Hunter that were like, if you like drew a bunch of cards, so like maybe it could be good in that, but I was thinking like at like face value that it's like, just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's like anything that crazy. The card draw stuff with Demon Hunter is good. I wasn't thinking of that. I gave it three stars because I was thinking, like, it is worse than Finley for a few reasons. Okay, it's worse than Finley because of one reason, and then it's just, like, debatable because of another reason. It's worse than Finley because it's a three-mana three-four, and one of the reasons Finley's good is because he is a one-mana one-three, which means, like, you can Finley and then still almost basically just, like, take your entire turn because of how cheap he is. Like, that's one of the reasons he's good. Um, but, I'm gonna bite you, bite you a little bit. Bite your, bite your, bite your little neck. And just be like, um, it's not all, you don't always want, like, when you Finley, all those cards you're putting back on the bottom of your deck, you're never getting back. Like, you're not getting them back until the end of the game. And there's lots of games where, like, sometimes I've played Finley because I have to because i got to live. And I'm putting, like, a win condition on the bottom of my deck. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Also, like, it's not inherently worse to shuffle your hand into your deck and then draw that many cards. Like, yeah, like you if don't, your hand know, is what, you don't like know what the cards are either bad. way. Like, you don't know what the cards are either way except maybe the bottom three if you've dredged. So you're basically just swapping your hand for a bunch of new stuff. And, like, a bunch of random cards from your deck is, like, well, like, if you have played, like, From the Depths or something, like, yeah, that exists. But a bunch of random hands from your cards from your deck versus the random cards off the bottom of your deck, it's, like, 
it's like kind of the same thing. Like it's like it's like not really that different. But but Finley has the restriction of you're not getting those cards on the bottom of your deck back. Whereas this is still just completely you might not get those cards back because it's yeah. still just random. But like yeah, size of three stars. Uh, I wasn't thinking of the Demon Hunter stuff. This is really good with the Demon Hunter stuff. You're right because this specifically says draw. Finley does not draw. He says swap. So that doesn't work. This does say draw. I still think three stars. But um, yeah, interesting. Uh, anything else to say about that? No. <clears throat> no. So, uh, our next right. card is er Eroded Sediment. It's a 3-mana 4-3 common elemental, and its text is Battlecry. If you played an elemental last turn, discover an elemental from the past. And um, fun factor, 5 stars, because that's really fun. Yeah, I thought Good so factor? Like, maybe if you play this in Shaman, it is good. Because, like, a 4-mana, a 3-mana 4-3, elemental decks are generally aggressive. That's that's a body you're, like, fine with. You're, like, fine with playing a 3-mana 4-3. You're like, all right, let's see what he does. But, like, I am not upset about those stats. Yeah, and he's got uh, the elemental a decent effect. Like, you, you, you're adding something to your hand that if you're, you know, if you're playing elementals... Like, you want more elements. Yeah, and it's Discover, too. Discover's good. And there's lots of, like, especially in Shaman, there are some absolutely, like, busted wild elementals. Like, that that's the class I think of inherently off the top of my head. I am sure, like, Calamus Primal Lord and Grumble World Shaker are the two I thought of, which are just mumbo-jumbo to wee-wee, man. But, um, <laughs> like, both of those are, like... Like, there's... And, like... Yeah, it's Discover, so I don't know. It's... Three mana, four, three, get get some more, dis discover a card, put it in your hand, elemental synergy, continues like the chain, if you're playing an elemental deck, lots of them are like, if you played an elemental last turn, so this like curves nice, you play like a one drop, and then you play the like rolling stone, the two mana, two, two rush, get, become a three, three, if you played an elemental last, or a one cost, or whatever it was, and then you play this, because you played rolling stone on two, you discover an elemental, then you play a four caught like I it, it it curves nicely, good stats, good effect. Four mm -hmm. four stars for me. I also gave it four stars. Nice. Um Yeah. Alright, line dance partner. Right. Three mana three two. Battle cry, if you're holding another three cost card, summon a random three cost minion. Wee wee man? I gave this a four out of five, cause I think out of all of the, in my opinion, I think out of all of the other, like, if you're holding this cost card, do this. Well, I guess, I mean, Greedy Partner might be better than it. I don't know. I think I think the effect is pretty good. You're getting two bodies on board um, if you satisfy the condition. And it's, I mean, its stats aren't great. Um, but if you're summoning another three-cost minion, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. So I gave it a four out of five. Um well, what did you give it? I gave it a 2 out of 5. You are smoking black tar heroin if you think this is better than Greedy Partner. Um, <laughs> and this is... This is conditional double green concoction. Double green concoction is just okay. And this is conditional. And you you are guaranteed that one of your 3 costs is a 3-2, which is a low roll, which is, like, not good. Yeah. So, two stars. That checks out. All right, now um, we got... Or, do you have anything else to say about that one? Um... Oh! It's flavor text. Where did you come from, Line Dance Partner? 
Where did you go? Face. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Alright, uh, I don't have anything else. Um, okay, so the next card is a 4-mana 3-3 three, three elemental. It's a common called Dang Blasted Elemental. And it's a taunt minion with death rattle deal 2 damage to all minions except friendly elementals. And what did you give this? I don't know. Uh, it's a four mana three three, which is horrible. It's got taunt, okay, um, and it's death rattle deal two damage to all minions except friendly elementals. Like, I just <sighs> elemental decks are inherently not slow. I feel like elemental decks are inherently like mid range to aggressive. And this is, like, an okay defensive tool. It's just weird that these effects are going on it. It's, like, except your friendly elementals. It's, like, uh, you gotta... Is there an elemental I'm, like, really... I really want to protect? I don't really think... I haven't seen one. I gave it two stars because the stats are horrible. The effect is just fine, but I'm not sure why I'd be, like, putting this... I don't want this effect in my fast elemental deck. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, um... I gave this a 2 out of 5. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, Cactus... Oh, what else? Tell me about Dang Blasted Elemental. No, Tell no me I was literally just going to say, like, I don't think we need to say more about it, because... <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're All good. Right. Cactus Rager, 2 mana, 5, 1 poisonous. <laughs> what do you think? 1 out of 5. <laughs> How dare you? Two out of five. Two out of five. No. The I the I, the poisonous means nothing, but it still is a five one. And if you're playing against rogue or druid or if you're playing against like basically not mage, like what they got a demon hunter it or druid it or rogue it. And if you're not playing against one of those, like they might not even be able to kill it. Like if you coin that, they don't have to play a one drop, and then you coin this guy out five one. I don't know. It's like. Yeah, I don't know. I just see uh, it dying, like, every time. Like, even if they do go face and hit it, like, I don't know. But even if it dies, like, I don't know. Even if it dies, like, they're trading probably, like, a one or two drop into it. I guess that's bad, but I don't know. It's probably bad. I'm coping, but <laughs> I like the card. I like it. I like the card. I like that he's a cactus. I do. Cool. Why is he not an elemental, though? What doesn't kill you makes you deader. I guess he's just a cactus, but for some reason I feel like he should be an elemental. Yeah, he looks like an elemental, for sure. Huh. Like, like if you oh, look well. at Dang Blasted Elemental right next to him, like, they look like they're the same, like, build. Yeah, they're giving off the <clears throat> same vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell me about Horseshoe Slinger? Yes, Horseshoe Slinger is a 3-mana 2-2 two, two mech. Uh, it's a common, and its text is Battle Cry, deal 2 damage to a random enemy minion, quick draw, and and one of its neighbors. What do you think? So a 3-mana th 2-2 two, two mech, deal 2 damage to a random enemy, potentially, conditionally deal 2 damage to 2 random It's a basically... Two, two damage to two random enemies, right? It's not like you're picking the first one. So the quick draw could could basically just say to another random enemy. Like, it basically. Yeah. Um, mm, 
I guess in the rare situations where there's a location between two minions, and then, okay, maybe not. But, uh, I put gave it two stars. Like, your mech decks are aggressive. Like, this is a controlish mid-range card. Like, I don't see a mech deck I'm putting this in, and, like, its effect is not that good either way. Like, even if it was a slower mech deck, like, this is not, ne like, necessarily good good yeah <laughs> what do you think no i also gave it two out of five i think it's pretty mid if i'm being honest yes gold panner two mana one two at the end of your turn draw a card mm, i think it's gonna die like every time so i don't know i i i gave it a three out of five just because like feel like the card the early game cards that are like draw a card at the end of your turn like they're normally like pretty good because i mean like it forces your opponent's hand at least like it it's like they don't want you to be drawing cards so it's like they're gonna play some kind of spell on it or hit one of their minions into it so it's like it's good in that sense but it's also a two mana one two so so we I play Crooked Cook, which is like a 2-mana 1-4, and you have to deal 3 damage to draw a card at the end of your turn. So I wonder if, like, is, like, this is <coughs> cutting 2 of that health off, but making it so you don't have to deal any damage? Because we do, we do run Crooked Cook from time to time. Yeah. I just don't know if, like, cutting off 2 of that health and then just always guaranteeing the card is, like... I also gave it three stars, and my note was, like, I can see a world where you, like, buff this, and then, like, you just get to draw a ton of cards off it. Yeah. Like, potentially... Like, potentially, we take this... We literally just take out Crooked Cook out of Aggro Druid as an Aggro Druid Connoisseur, and then we put this in, and then it gets buffs, and then you continue drawing cards. Um, three stars for me. I also gave it three stars. Yes! So now we have Miracle Salesman. And he is a one, or I don't know, it's a snake, so I don't know its gender. But it's a one mana, two, two, and it's a common. And its text is Death Rattle, get a tradable snake oil. And snake oil is just a zero cost pointless useless card i mean it says this seems useless i don't know if it does anything else but it, on the website it shows that it just deals zero damage so it does nothing but you can like trade it so i'm guessing this is just for like looking through your deck maybe like that's the point of the snake oil um so you, it adds one of those to your hand when it dies what do you think about this card five stars five stars Yes. Do you want to know why? I also gave well, this five stars. Why I think we probably it gave stars? it for wildly different reasons. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. Hover over that snake oil. Right. You hovering mm -hmm. over that? Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, you see how that seems useless. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Bioluminescence. Um. Zero oh. mana. Burn damage. Damn, that's actually... I, I literally was not thinking of that. I gave it five because I was just like, oh, like it adds things to your hand that you can like just like... And its stats are cracked. Like a one mana two two, you don't get much better without like having a negative effect. And this literally has a positive effect. Right. Yeah, that, that's why I gave it the five on, on my end. Because I just thought like, oh, a one mana two two, like 
every aggro deck will want, want to run that, especially an aggro deck that pivots to a burn mid-game strategy. Like, for sure. It works with Sif, too. It works with Sif. Yeah. It works with Bio. It works with, um... Uh... And also, like, in those decks, sometimes you need specific, like, pieces, and you're just not... Like, in later times, we're, like, in Nature Shaman, you have a hand, and you're just like, oh my god, I can't do anything? Okay, then you can trade your Snake Oil, and, like, draw, you can trade it, mm -hmm. like, whatever. So, yeah, this card's cracked. Um, cool. Trapdoor Spooter. Two mana, one, two beast with stealth and poisonous. After your opponent plays a minion, attack it. Wee wee, man. Um, so I gave this a four out of five. Um, just because I feel like, eh, I don't know. I, I was just thinking, like, the stealth uh, with the poisonous and the fact that it attacks, like, a minion that they play. Like, it's going to die, probably. Uh, it will for sure die. I mean, I, unless they play something with one health. Like, if they play a uh, Crooked Cook or something, like, uh, it's, like, the best thing that you could get with that. But, um, other than that, like, I just feel like Poisonous, like, you're just keeping their board clear. Like, I feel like that's a pretty good effect. Two stars! Nice. Why is that? Yes! If they played a Crooked Cook, will you mean, yes, that would be nutty. But you missed the <laughs> point where... You missed the part where... Uh, your opponent has the entire control over what this card impacts, like what it affects, and they will always put the worst possible thing for you out for this to hit. That's facts. Whether that whether that be a divine shield, whether that be just like a stinky little two one, like they have all of the control. Yeah, sanguine soldier just like poops on this card. <laughs> sanguine soldier, like any literally any divine shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like and yeah, um. It is a cool card. It is cool. Um, we've seen cards like this before, like after your opponent plays a minion <coughs> attack. And that is why I say, from experience, like those, like Swamp King Dread was not. Like there was an. It was a, like a 7 mana 9 9 hunter. Like it was a dinosaur. And it was a legendary. And he was a 7 mana 9 9. Uh, after your opponent plays a minion, this attacks it. And the idea was, like, they keep playing stuff, and all their stuff dies because you've got a huge 9-9. Nine -nine. And, and then, in reality, they would play a 2-mana, one, 1-2 uh, one, poisonous, and it would die immediately. Like, <laughs> like that's just because they have the control. So Yeah. Um, two stars, because, like, there are still situations where, even though they have control, like, they don't have anything that they're happy about. Like, it's still, that will still happen. So, um, yep. Right. Uh, now, now, now we got Sunspot Dragon, which is a tradable six cost common minion. Um, it's got six health and six toughness. And um, its text is tradable lifesteal. It's got six health and six toughness, Wee Wee Man. Oh, I, I meant to say six attack and six toughness. But uh, its text is tradable lifesteal, and its quick draw effect is deal six damage. So I'm giving, that means the quick draw would also have lifesteal, right? Yes. So what did you give this? 
Like, I think this is... I gave this four stars. Maybe I'm, Same like, coping. Here. Maybe yeah. I'm coping, but, like, I actually think this card's good. Yeah, I think it's like, good, too. I mean, like, you can trade it. So, like, if you, like, can't... Like, if it's early, like, you just trade it. And then at some point... It is expensive for a quick draw. I think it is the most expensive quick draw. But it the fact the fact that the quick draw is offset by that tradable... Right. It's like, like in some situations, you might actually be really glad that this got into your hand on whatever like i don't know maybe it's turn six and you're low on health and you need more health like that would be a really good situation to draw that um and the fact that it has tradable lets you trade it away until you have enough mana to where you can play it when you draw it so i, th I think that's i think it's worthy of a four four out of five let's go um what do you? What's next? Is uh, Saloon Brewmaster. Yes. Two mana, two two. Panda Bartender Lady. Battle cry. Return a friendly mini into your hand. Give it plus two, plus two. Wee wee man. I gave this. Let's see. I gave this a five out of five. Yes. Me too. Yes. Why? Why'd you do it? I just feel like any card that says return a friendly mini in your hand, especially if it's giving it a buff too at the same time, and it's cheap. It's like. This is gonna be abused. Like, that was just my immediate thought. Like it's like it's gonna you're gonna be returning Titans to your hand. You're gonna be returning like freaking I don't know. Uh, pretty much anything with a strong battle cry, and this just adds support for that, and it's neutral, hey, so we, it can we, be man. used anywhere. So I'll play the ten cost Druid Titan, and then I'll refresh all my mana crystals, and then I'll put the ten cost Druid Titan back in my hand for later, and then I'll take my turn yeah exactly <laughs> like it's just yeah especially with titans i feel like this card is gonna be really cracked so yeah i gave it five out of five um, nice and now we have high noon duelist and this is a three cost four three common minion with death rattle both players draw destroy the card that costs less um what did you give this um High Noon Duelist. Uh, I said IDK. Like, <laughs> no, no decks really only run high-cost cards, <clears throat> right? So, like, you're not really ever guaranteeing this. And the payoff is you draw a card and you make your opponent essentially blow up a card from their deck randomly. And the risk is your opponent draws a card and you blow up a card from your deck randomly. I just don't... I give it two stars. I just don't really... The payoff's not good enough. And, like, there's no decks where you, this is always going to work. Yeah, I gave it a 3 out of 5 because it's, like, maybe in, in a certain deck. I don't know if, like, um, so, like, say you were playing um, or, or Order in the Court and then you, like, played this at some point after that. Even if you, like, reduced your Light Rays, would it, would it compare it with, like, the original cost of the card or would it be, like, what the current cost is? I mean, if you order in the court, you draw a light ray immediately, and then you would have to play this the exact same turn, or you would draw the other light ray. But then next the next turn. card is also probably pretty expensive. Like, like I don't know. I, I feel like in. Paladin, I mean, you can't like you, if you're running. You're not running that in a pure paladin deck. Like that's not. It's a neutral. But if you did like happen to order in the court and draw your first light ray, and the second light ray was there, and you played this, could you depend on it? It would be ten. Yeah, it would be ten. Okay. So I'm. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like it's probably somewhere between 
one and two stars in reality. But, but I mean, I promise though, you w- you you wouldn't be running this neutral card in your light ray deck where the light rays get reduced by all your pure paladin cards you've played. Like it just wouldn't work. Yeah, that's true. W- what did you say you gave it again? A two. two. Okay. All right. All right. So let's talk about all the ogres. Let's talk about the three ogre gang members first, and then we can rate the kingpin because we'll know what all of them do. Sounds good. So first up, we got ogre gang ace, five mana, five four rush. Whenever this attacks, gain divine shield with a fifty percent chance to gain life steal instead. What did you say, Wee Wee Man? Um. So I give this a three out of five. Um. Why is that? I just thought that it getting Divine Shield or Lifesteal randomly, like, both of those effects are really good. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard to, like, rate these cards, really, because I feel like for for these cards to even be good at all, you have to be running a deck that runs Kingpin Pud, like we'll talk about later. Well, I guess and we're just, like, but we're individually rating these as individual cards. We're like, I mean, not like, okay, so like, if you were just like right running now. this, like, if you, like, I, I just don't think, like, I don't know, like, you're paying five for a rush minion that might get divine shield or life steal. Um, you definitely want divine <laughs> shield the first time, I would assume. Yeah, so it's like, like, if it gets divine shield the first time, like, that's pretty good. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't think it's anything that crazy. Um, I think the other ogres are, or I think, I don't know. It's probably the best ogre. I just, I think the cost for it, like. I do think it's the best one, but like, it's also not, I mean, it's five mana. Yeah, that, that's, it's that's like why I, I gave it, I don't know if I already said, I gave it a three out of five just cause like, it's, it's like a lot of mana. And it's, like, if you're running Kingpin Pud and you're, like, doing that, then you have to play him anyways, I guess. And, like, you probably do want the Life Stealer Divine Shield um, in that kind of deck. Just staying alive, clearing their board and stuff until you can play Kingpin and resurrect all your ogres. But um, in any other deck, I just feel like you would never want to pay 5 for a 5-4 with Rush. That even, even with the Divine Shield and Life Steal, like, I feel like it's just, like, not worth yeah, it's probably three stars at best. Like, both those effects are really good, but it's just, like, not, I don't know. They're all hard to judge because they're not dependable. Like, you can't, it's hard to say. Yeah. With their... But I think probably three stars because both those effects are pretty good. Even if you die and get lifesteal, you heal for five. If you get divine shield, that means you get a value trade and your thing doesn't die. So either you, either way, you're either healing for five or killing your thing and this lives. I just it's just five is just so much is why I gave it three stars. But regardless, it's like pretty good either way. Either way, it's pretty good. Right. Um, the next ogre we have is a four cost three six. Uh, it's a rare or epic. No rare, rare, rare. Um, it's ogre gang rider and its text is rush and it has a fifty percent chance to give your hero three percent or or not. God, I'm speaking in percents now. It has a 50% chance Whoa. to give your hero three plus attack this turn instead of attacking. I also gave this three stars. I feel like you'd much rather get the three attack instead of, like, plus three attack to your heroes. I don't know. I feel like I'd rather take face damage than my minions take damage, because 
if my minions don't die, even if I'm taking face damage, I have more minions than they do, and then they die because I have more minions. So yeah. I feel like I'd rather have this give my hero attack, but even if it doesn't, six health is, like, thick. It's a thick boy. So even if it doesn't give it to my hero, it's probably not going to just die from its first attack. They're probably going to need to put in some more work. So I think it's pretty good. Uh, three stars. I also gave it three stars. Um, All right, and then our last boy, or did, for the same reasons, or did you have other reasons? <clears throat> uh, pretty much. I, I was also thinking it's probably better to have the three attack to your hero, and yeah, it, 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 it's, it, I don't know. Like, like you said, these are just hard to judge anyways. <laughs> three is kind of like the average, so. Next up, we got Ogre Gang <laughs> Outlaw. Three mana, four, four rush with a 50% chance to attack the wrong enemy. What are your thoughts on that? Um... I gave this one a four out of five just because for for three you get a four four and like it's still attacking an enemy so like if it happens to attack the wrong one like I feel like in most cases you won't be that sad about it um, and going back to the point I've been making for ten minutes now like if you're playing if you're playing Kingpin Pud you have to play these so I give this a four out of five because. It's at least it's at least got good stat. I mean, like Ogre Gang Rider also had like pretty good stat. Like you said, it's thick, but like a three mana four four with rush. Like I feel like, I feel like that's worthy of a four out of five. Yeah, Ogre Gang Ace has the best effect, but it definitely has the worst stats. I mean, it has nine stats, and the four cost has nine stats, and the three cost has eight stats. Like it's like they're all pretty close. Yeah. Um. I don't know, I gave it a 2 out of stars, I'm just not sure. Like, if they only have one minion out, I guess it's like, if it misses, it hits their face for 4. But, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, there's just so many ways this can go wrong. There's a lot of times where, like, you really don't want to hit, like, a minion. Like, I can see a world where I'm, I don't know, like, if they've got, like, a poisonous or something, like, out, I could see a world where I literally might not even attack, because, like, there's a chance that it would hit it. But I guess it could also hit face, so maybe not. I don't know. Attacking the wrong enemy, like, with Ogre, the other two, it's like, well, Rider's gonna give me the chance to attack whatever I want, and Ogre Gang Ace is gonna attack whatever I want. Like, literally attacking something else entirely different feels, like, really rough. Like, the other two, it's like you're getting a good effect that you have, like, control over. Like, when you get Ogre Gang Rider hero damage, it's like, you can still attack whatever you originally gonna attack. And Ogre Gang Ace, you're gonna attack whatever you want, and then you get, like, a bonus effect. This one's effect is, like, actively bad and can, like, really hurt you. That checks out. Yeah. If, like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's RNG, it's Hearthstone. Like, if you're lucky and it doesn't hurt you, then it's really good, because it's a 3-mana 4-4 four, four with Rush. But right. it, it can hurt you. Um, alright, then what are your thoughts on Kingpin? Yeah, so Kingpin Pud, the, the man of the hour. Um, it's a 6 cost 6-7 six, uh, legendary minion, and its battle cry is resurrect your ogre gang and give them wind fury. Um, yes. So that can resurrect up to <clears throat> 6 of them if you've played all all 3 of them twice. Yes, yeah, so I, I gave him a 5 out of 5. Um, especially with giving them wind fury. Like, I, I feel like that's, you know, like, it's just going to be chaotic. It, it'll be fun. Like, first off, this card is fun. And then on top of that, it's also just good for... But but the one thing we have to keep in mind is that these ogres are not really that cheap. 
So you're not really I feel like you're not gonna be ever playing this guy on curve. Um like I like I I, uh, I you mean could. you could, you could, you would just probably only write if you somehow like three of them. If you somehow go three, four, five, if you somehow high roll like crazy and you go three four like that's ideal. Like it is that's the best case scenario is you play three, four, five, and then on turn six you get all three of those and all of them get wind fury. That is like if they don't answer everything, they die next turn. Like, that's, that's ideal. Because, like, yeah. if it's, like, a control deck and you're like, I'm going to wait forever until I've played all six and then I get fat value. Yeah, uh, they, you waited 20 turns and now they have their whirlpool slash soul stealer. <laughs> like, ideally you're finishing them off on, like, turn seven with really early, like, ogres into kingpin pud. I think in the big picture of things, it's actually really good because... I mean, it, all of the ogres have, like, they all have rush, so it's like you're going to be able to deal with, I don't know, I guess in some cases, some like an aggro deck could go really hard and just play too many minions for your ogres to deal with, but if they're not going super fast, then like your your ogres could make it so that you're able to not take a bunch of damage up until the point where you play kingpin. I gave him three stars just because in order for it to work, I don't know. It's just hard because, like, you're not just playing a Kingpin Pud deck because this is seven cards. You're playing another deck that has the Kingpin Pud stuff in it. And then it's like you really have to get lucky enough to draw a Kingpin Pud early and then also draw, like, all the Ogres if you want that perfect curve. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, what's the rest of your deck doing if that's what you really want to do? It's like, I just, I'm not, um, it just seems really hard to make this happen consistently. That's a good point. Like, it might not be hard to hard mulligan for Kingpin Pot every game and then, like, guaranteed have him and get, like, two ogres out on turn six, but then, it, like, how good is that? Right. So I'm not sure. It is really cool that I want to play him. I want to play him. He's an ogre. He's a six man, a six seven. That's my... It's my bag. Alright, tell me about my boy Gattlesnake. Um, he's one star. Oh, sorry. I mean, Gattlesnake is a 3-mana 1-5 beast. At the end of your turn, load two bullets that deal one damage each, and then Death Rattle fire those bullets at random enemies. Okay. What do you rate this? <laughs> I think that if you actually think he's one star, then this is going to be our most polarizing discussion, because I gave him 5 out of 5. I actually gave him one. He's so bad. Why'd you give him five? Um, I don't know. I had this delusion in my head that, like, if you buff him and make him hard to kill, that he, I, I just feel like it'd be fun. Because, like, you just, like... Like, a bunch of bananas on him could be good. does die. Yeah, like, like in, in Hunter, like, if you put bananas, like... I, I don't know. I guess they'll, they'll probably still just be able to kill it anyway, so it probably doesn't matter. But I just thought, like, if, if you do manage to keep this thing alive, like, that it would be a really fun card to play with. Because you're just, like, every turn you're getting two more bullets, and then, like, and then once he does die, it's just, like, they just, like, fire off. Like, I feel like it's really cool. But that was it's just like if you, so an emotional uh, rating. It's just like if you curve into him, if you just curve into him on three... Like, a 1-5 is, like, if they have any minions on their board, he's dying, because those are, like, really bad stats. If you don't curve into him, and you're playing him, and then buffing him when you play him, like, he's definitely harder to kill then, but that's, like, not happening until probably, like, turn 5 or 6. 
And then the high roll, if he does live, like, three turns, is that when he dies, he deals six damage randomly split among all enemies. Like, I'm just... Like, that's the high roll? Like, I don't... Damn, when you put it that way, I feel like a fool. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, three turns, six damage. I don't know. I just thought... Okay. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. You you don't want to know what he's good in? Why can't each... Make him a bat... Make him... Make him a BG's card and, like, up his damage by a lot. This is a cool BG's. Make this a BG's card. Yeah. Standard, nah, nah, he's, no, not, but what, he's not doing it. Like, actually, what is Blizzard doing, though? Like, I, I'm i actually kind of angry now, because at first I was just kind of like, <laughs> I, I was just kind of like, yeah, that's like <laughs> a really Snake cool. Yeah, his triggered wee-wee, man. Yeah, because I was like, that's so cool. Like, it's such a cool effect. But, like, yeah, I guess, like, doing one damage, or stuffing two bullets that deal one damage each turn. <laughs> Like, they they could easily make that deal two damage each, and I guarantee this card probably would still not be good. I don't it know. Bad. It is bad yeah. at one damage. I, I, it is God, bad. God, I feel like such a fool for giving that thing a five out of five. I, I just thought it was cool. It, 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 it's no, cool the thing is, it is five really out of cool. five, but yeah. It is really cool. It's a one out of five as far as how good it is, for sure. All right, tell me about my boy, Bonnie Stomper. <laughs> All right, so Bunny Stomper is a two-mana 1-3 beast, common beast, and uh, its text is, your beasts have rush. What, what are you thinking? So my note here is need to look at all of the beasts that can benefit off this, which I totally did not do. Um, we used to have Houndmaster Shaw, which was a legendary hunter minion. He was a four-mana 3-6 with his exact... He was your minions have rush. He was not very good, albeit this being two less mana means you can play this and then like play other stuff a lot easier than a four mana version of this. Um, I guess we just need to take a closer look at all of the beasts in standard because without having like a list of those out, I'm just not, I give it two stars just looking at it off the page just because its stats are bad. I those also some, gave those... it a two out of five. Some bad stats. If there's something I'm missing, like if there's some beasts that if they suddenly had rush, they would be really cracked. Like I could see it, but like with just a as just a general effect, that is not necessary. That is not inherently strong. Like also, I feel like most beasts have rush anyways. Like, a lot of beasts do have rush. Like the ones you want, like Hollow Hound and stuff. They've already got it. It's like yeah, no, that's a bad card. I, I would I would even put that down to a one star if I'm being honest. I'm keeping it too because there could be some beasts <clears throat> I'm not I don't know about that like it, that could really benefit off this. True. But like, but like, you're it is a whole other card you're putting in your deck to make your other card like. Tundra Rhino, a dude that gave all your other beasts charge, came out when Hearthstone came out. And now we're given a two mana, make my other dudes have a rush? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, probably don't think so. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, what's, is it my turn or is your turn, right? No, your turn. Azerite Giant, eight mana, eight eight, epic elemental, cost one less for each turn in a row you've played an elemental, wee wee man. I give him a five out of five. No, you didn't. And that was, uh, that was just because I feel like, uh, if you're playing an elemental deck and, like, the bulk of your deck is elementals, I feel like it wouldn't be hard to play elementals consecutively. And then you can get, like, I don't know, like, if you play, <clears throat> if you play elementals turns one through 
wait, is it for each turn in a row? Okay, so if you played an elemental on each turn, one through four, then you would be able to play him on five. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I guess it would probably be more so like a four out of five. I feel like the effect is good for being like in an elemental deck. But what <laughs> hey, we were, man. <laughs> I gave it a one out of five. Oh, no. <laughs> Why is that? Okay. Um... If you miss a single turn, this counter stops, which is difficult. And then, yeah, like you said, like, like you said, you play an elemental one, two, three, four, and then on turn five, this costs, like, what, like, four mana? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, Chief. I'm not, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I <laughs> don't. You're probably like, right. When, you want to know when you're getting this, like, for free? On, like, turn nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like, if I put this in my aggro elemental deck and then I draw an 8 mana 8-8, eight, eight, like, on, like, the early turns, I don't know. It's probably okay to discover off, like, an amalgam or something, like, later in the game. It's probably okay. I'm not putting this in my elemental deck, and it's probably still not that good then. Mm-hmm. Like, it is big. I guess if there are decks where we're playing an element, where we're, like, definitely playing an elemental every single turn, like, mage decks, where we add the one, two, and three cost elementals to our hand, and we draw, and we play, and we play, and we play. Like, on turn two, and on turn one, this costs seven, six, five, four. Yeah, like, on turn five, it costs, like, what, three if you play another elemental alongside it? I don't know. I guess maybe it's not one star. I mean, being a little too harsh, but it's, like... That is a tall order to fill. It is. Um, it's maybe two stars, but you know I'll stay true to my one stars. Wee wee man, give me snake oil seller. Snake oil seller is a four mana four five naga, uh, rare minion, and its text is death rattle shuffle two tradable snake oils into your opponent's deck. Five stars. Five stars. I gave it a two out of five. Why did you give it five stars? Um, it invalidates half of the decks in the entire game. Uh, it makes all Highlander decks not work. Mm, yeah. I mean, I guess like they could just play the zero cost. They have to <clears throat> draw one. They is they have to draw one. As soon as you play this and it dies for the rest of the game, none of their cards that say if your deck has no duplicates work until they draw a snake oil. True. Yeah, I mean, I guess this it's has fine. happened. This has happened in the past where there have been death rattle or other cards that say shuffle two meaningless cards into your opponent's decks, and it completely makes the Highlander decks not work. Hmm. It makes Reno not work. It'll make the new Reno not work. I just feel make. like by the time I mean I I know you have experience with it and I don't so like but I, I just from my perspective it seems like even with like a Highlander deck it would be like easy for them to draw a Snake Oil and play it before they I'm, need. They the don't effects. have to play it. They just have to draw it. But okay, you're telling me I play this on turn four, you kill it on turn five. You have three turns to draw one of those two cards and be able to play your Reno on turn 8. 
Is that is that you? You're telling me that's gonna happen every time? Yeah, probably not, not every even, time. That's not, I mean, that's not even gonna is, happen most times. If your if your deck has a lot of card draw, maybe. But yeah, I mean, I could see how it invalidates. I mean, but then you have to turbo card draw. You're like, all right, now I need to throw my entire game plan away and play all of my card draw cards so that I can hopefully draw this snake oil. Like, I don't. Hmm. Yeah, in that sense, it does seem better. Um, I don't know if I would give it five out of five just for that, but. Maybe two out of five is a little harsh. We'll revisit this when uh, this is run in every single deck in the meta. <laughs> you can call me. <coughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Alright, tell me about Howdy Finn. Two mana, two, three, epic. Whenever your hand has less than three cards in it, get a random Murloc, and he's a Murloc. Howdy Finn, what do you give him? I gave Howdy Finn a four out of five. Five out of five. Why do you give him a four out of five? Yeah, it was close to a five out of five. I just, I, I don't know how it will work, but I just imagined, like, you get your card, you, you you have, like, three cards, and then you play him, and then it adds a murloc to your hand, and then you play that murloc, and then, like, I don't know. It just, like, it seems, it's kind of like, um, I forget that dude's name. Wretched Exile, almost, for for. Or you Sean. play him when you're... Or you have no cards left in your hand, but Howdy Fen, and then you play him, and then he adds three Murlocs to your hand, and then you play one of those, and then you get another one, and then you play one of those, and you get another one, and then you play one of those, and you get another one. Right, yeah. No, for... Yeah. I was just thinking, like, the, inf like the value he provides if you don't have many cards in your hand is huge. Like, if you're super aggressive and you play him on an empty hand, that's, like, already five stuff. He just adds three murlocs to your hand. So like, what? So, if you played him with, like, if he was the one card in your hand you play him, you would immediately get three? Whenever, you would get one, and then it would look at your hand, and your hand has less than three cards in it, and then you'd get another one, and yeah. then it would look at your hand, and your hand has less than three cards in it, and then you'd get another one, and no, then that, it would look at yeah. your hand, no. and you got three cards in it. That's how I thought <laughs> I just thought you were saying that, like, you would immediately get three murlocs so i was confused yeah, i mean you would it, it would be like pop one out and then it would pop another out and then it would pop you know yeah. it wouldn't give you three immediately it would give one pop 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 <laughs> right um next up we got cattle rustler <clears throat> tell me about tell, tell me about it cattle rustler it's a five mana three four epic minion and it's battle cry is draw a beast it costs three less yeah, two stars. Like, I know historically mana reduction is really good, but this thing's stats are abysmal, and mana reduction is historically good the earlier and earlier you can do it. And this is extremely conditional mana reduction on turn five on a three four body. Yeah, I gave it three out of five. This was like I I don't know. I also thought that. You know, mana reduction's obviously good in any scenario, but, yeah, the the stats are pretty abysmal. The trade-off is just the stats, I feel like. Like, mana reduction is really good in any sense, but, like, if this had the stats of a 5-cost minion, this has the stats of a freaking 3-cost minion. Yeah. It's like I'm trading off that beast reduction for this dude's stats. But, I guess, I don't know. It's just too expensive. It's just too expensive. Like, what, the high highest high roll I can think of off the top of my head is I run, like, no expense. I, like, run just King Crush in my deck, and then I play this on turn five, and then I can play King Crush <laughs> on turn six. Like, that's not that good. Like, it's not that good. Right. Hey, but then you, you uh, play another King Crush, and then 
what, what's that? What's that one? one? What's that one card that? Where does the second one come from? Is it well? Okay, yeah. And what's the? What's the card that... No, it, no, where's like my second King horn? Crush come from? You said I'd play another one. Okay, well, right how it? come I played against... Uh, maybe... That's why I feel like I, I might just be stupid here, but, like, what... Why have I played <laughs> against Beast decks, like, Beast Hunter decks that have played, like, ten King Crushes against me? Like, they have Resurrect, don't they? Or, like, ways they to... They run that two-mana one-through that's, like, discover a copy of a Beast from your deck, but, like, it... That doesn't work with this, because, like... You yeah, yeah. Like, if you just run King Crushing your deck, like, as soon as you draw King Crush, none of these cards work. So you need to run multiple beasts. But if you're running multiple beasts, then this is, like, I don't know. Pretty I don't mid. know, Chief. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a 3 out of 5. Um, right, I think why don't you tell next. me about Burrow Buster, bro? I think... Buster. I think... 5 mana, 6, 4 mech with Rush with Battlecry, Excavate a Treasure. I gave Burrow Buster a 4 out of 5. Why'd you give it a 4 out of 5? Um, well, I just thought that ex excavating a treasure is, you know, it's like one of the newer things. We don't know how good it's going to be yet, but I think it'll probably be pretty good. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, like a 5 mana with 6 attack. Like, the health is pretty bad. But like this is basically a this you can kind of think of this as like a spell that just says deal six damage to a minion because this is gonna die right like, like you're probably gonna play this excavate and just trade into something for sure but uh but yeah I mean I think excavate is good enough that it, it would be worthy of a four out of five I mean we don't know yet how good excavate is but I I feel like some of the treasures. Excavate seems good enough. I think this is one of the better ones. I gave it a 3 out of 5, because in the sense that this is essentially 5 mana. Excavate a treasure, which is probably excavating is like maybe around, like, it's somewhere in between 1 to 2 mana worth of value. Like, at least, like, early on. The later, like, legendary treasures are crazy valuable. But, like, early on, it's probably about, like, 1 to 2 mana worth. So then this is, like, a what? Like a... Like a I think it's I think three stars. I think, like, you're basically, it's a spell that says remove an enemy minion and then excavate a treasure. And the excavate cards are generally way weaker, like, because they're excavating. Like, they're generally poorly statted or, like, have bad effects or, like, worse mm -hmm. effects than they should for their cost. So this, having, like, decent enough stats for a five, I mean, it's, it, like I said, it might as well just say destroy an enemy minion, like... Right. I mean, obviously not destroy an enemy minion, but, like, deal six damage to an enemy minion. Um, so three stars for me. It's one. I think I do think it's one of the better Excavate cards, um, but the Excavate cards are not good because of their themselves. They're good because they get you treasures. Mm-hmm. Um, next up we have a three-mana zero-five rare minion, or, yeah, rare minion called Bounty Board. And its text is your excavate, quick draw, and tradable, and legendary cards cost one less. What are your um, thoughts? It's really cool, but if you unless you buff this, which maybe you do buff it with bananas and like paladin spells, and then it's like a two seven or something, which like could be good. But um, if you don't buff this, you essentially have to play four. Like you have to play three of those excavate, quick draw, tradable, or legendaries. To make this, like, give you be neutral. Like, to make you be at net neutral, you have to play three cards. 
And even then, you're not really a net neutral, because you put this thing in your deck and then paid, like, played it. So, like, you drew it and then you played it. So, it's one star for me, but it's sad, because it is, I do think it's really, really cool. Yeah, I also thought it was cool. I gave it a 2 out of 5, because, yeah, it just, I mean, it's cool that it, it reduces four things by one in your deck, but yeah, it does take a bit to put yourself at neutral it takes a bit and you put it in your freaking deck it's like you, people underestimate the fact that you're taking two slots of your deck up with like a card it's mm -hmm. like you're putting this in your deck you're gonna draw this in times where you could have drawn any other card and it unless you yeah it just right. i don't know it doesn't seem good but it's really cool so it's sad um next up we got azurite chain gang four mana two three with taunt battle cry and quick draw summon a copy of this so basically if you play this the turn, it got added to your hand. You get three of them. If you don't, you just get two of them. What are your thoughts on that? Um, what did I give this? That's right, Shane. I gave him a four out of five. I believe. I also gave him a four out of five. Yeah, I believe this. I believe this will be pretty. I don't know. It's like it, It's like its stats are like kind of garbage, but you could potentially get three of them, and they all have taunt. So I mean, like. Yeah, it's it's hard to judge because, like the fact getting three two three taunts on board is definitely worth four mana. If, like it might be even more valuable than that, but yeah, I mean the stats are lower, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell. Um, so there's a taunt warrior. I know you said you haven't been looking at the cards crazy a lot. There's like a taunt hand buff warrior where a bunch of the cards are like give taunt minions in your hand plus one plus one stuff like that like buff them mm -hmm. so this is going to be really good in a deck like that like a hand buff deck where if you do just draw this early like on like two, if you draw this on like turn one two three you're like all right i'm only gonna get the two but i get to buff them a bunch so then when you do get the two you get to they copy and like they're both buffed and they're fat and then there's going to be times where you just draw this and you're like okay i don't need to buff this i'm just going to play it and immediately get three of them so, in either of those situations, it's good. Like, you either get two medium-sized things, you get three small things. Uh, so, it's four stars for me, but it is, it is like, don't underestimate it. Like, you, you aren't. It's, like, it's, it, is, it is quite good. Okay. Um, um, now we have Flint Firearm, and he's a three-mana 3-3. Three, three. Legendary minion with Battlecry, get a random quick draw card. If you play it this turn, repeat this. Um, so I gave this a two stars, which made me sad because I'm just not sure, like, the only world I see this in, you're not winning, you're not playing this in winning, like, the quick draw cards are too variable, like, you're gonna just get random value, essentially. So, like, the only thing I see this in is, like, oh, it's, like, turn seven or eight or something, and I'm, like, doing a stall turn as a control deck where I'm, like, I don't have anything better to do. So I'm going to play Flint Firearm and play some quick draw cards. And I'm just like, it's sad because I love effects like this, like Instructor Fireheart, like Lightning Reflexes, but it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's good. Like, it's not Discover, it's just Get. And I know it can't be discovered because there's so few quick draw, but it's just, like, I you get what I'm saying, where I'm just like not sure what situation i'm like happy i'm like oh boy it's turn eight and i have nothing else that's good to do so i get to play flint it's like i'm not yeah really... no i, I agree i i gave flint four out of five which i think is a little high 
Um, cause yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like it's any card that puts things in your. Oh, sorry. Any card that like puts things in your hand, I feel like are 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 good. Like, but uh, like you said, just like quick draw cards are just so variable. It's like yeah, I don't know. It's like it's it's just a very random play. Like you said, like turn eight, you're playing this guy and just like playing a bunch of quick draw cards. Like how good will that actually be? It's like hard to tell. Yeah, that that yeah. I mean, we'll see. I want to play it because it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Did you read that one? Or no, I read that um, one. I read that one. So next up, we got Sheriff Barrel Brim. Four mana, four, four, legendary minion. Battle Cry. If you have 20 or less health, open the Badlands Jail. The Badlands Jail is a location with three durability. It's four mana. And it's uh, make a minion go dormant for three turns, which means it goes to sleep. They start their next turn one. They start the next turn two. They start the next turn three. And then unless that's charge or rush, it can't attack that turn. And then. So does this? So this doesn't add it to your hand. It just puts it on your board. Immediately puts it on the board. Yeah. So okay, that that I feel like is worth a four out of five. Really? Because I think it's worth a five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Badlands Jail is gonna be annoying. I feel. It's like. also multi-purpose in the sense where think of it like this. Um. Yeah, generally you're just going to be, like, making their stuff go dormant. And this has the sense where if they have something that, like, is going to make you lose, you can make it go dormant, and then by the time it wakes back up, your Badlands Jail is going to be refreshed because locations have cooled down of two turns. This makes them go dormant for three. So if you really need to, you play this on turn four, they have a four drop you don't like, you can make that thing go to sleep until turn uh 13. So, like, I mean... <laughs> if you really wanted to um but more importantly and also uh definitely less likely to actually be good um you can use this on your own minions for some kind of janky nonsense combo deck like uh you could play sif and then put your sif in the badlands jail and then when it wakes up three turns later you have all your mana and then that's uh, i did not think of that but that is less likely to be good, but it is more likely to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, that that kind of makes it more of a five out of five for me. Thinking of it that way, because yeah, I, if you if you're able to make something like sift dormant and then have all your mana available when it goes on dormant, like that's that's really big you get put on a clock they're like i know i'm gonna die in three turns but it, like then we probably just go back to solid alibi so it's probably fine yeah you just survive um, till then all right so... last but not least tell us about that card that shows us how the new mechanic works <laughs> yes yeah, so we have kobold miner it's a two cost one one battle cry excavated treasure it's a common um what did you give this um, I said, this is the card that teaches noobs how the new mechanic works, and I gave it two stars. I said two, because, like, maybe we just put it in every Excavate deck anyway, just because we put, we want to, like, max out on, we just want to put every Excavate card in our deck. Like, that could just actually be how Excavate ends up working, but, um, yeah. 
We're, we're definitely, you're not freaking throwing a party playing a two-mana 1-1. One, one. Like, you're not. <laughs> you're... Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely. The stats are horrible. Um, What'd you give it? I gave it a 2 out of 5. Yeah. Checks um, out. Me too. Yeah. So, wait. Are we not talking about Thunderbringer? With Thunderbringer's been out for, like, a month now, and I've played a bunch of, I mean... Like, we can talk about it. It's only really been good in Big Druid and Big Rogue, <clears throat> and it's been pretty good in those. Uh, okay. It's really good in Big Rogue, but... Cool. I mean, it's not. It's out, so we don't need to guess. Um, it's more restrictive than other pre-release legendaries. Like, uh, what, what, what were the two that came out this year? What were the sets we had this year? We had Titans and we had Festival. Festival had ETC and Titans had... What did Titans have? What was Titans Free Legendary? Come on, Wee Wee Man, you can do it. You can do it. I don't know. I don't know what the I know you can. Oh, was it, wasn't it, uh, was it Yogg? No. It was Prison of Yogg. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So Prison of Yogg, it is more restrictive than either of those. Albeit, like, those are kind of restrictive too, but like, like last year we had, like, Blade Master Okani and Prince Renazal, <laughs> which can go on a ton of stuff. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, we can move on to the class that I picked now. I was excited, most excited about Demon Hunter. So, first off, we got Pocket Sand. Two-mana common spell. Deal three damage. Quick draw. Your opponent's cards, uh, your opponent's next card costs one more mana. What are your thoughts with you, man? I give Pocket Sand a four out of five. Why is that? I... I just see the mana redu- or uh, the the mana increase for your opponent, I guess, and the fact that it does three damage and that it's a two cost, and that made me say that's worthy of a four or five, four out of five. Cause yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like making your opponent's next card cost one. Like disruption's always good, and then you're also dealing damage to them. Uh, I might have been a little too generous, just cause like. I don't know. I think maybe I'm overvaluing the... No, I gave it 4 out of 5. Mana, I, I mean, deal 3 damage for 2 mana is, like, the standard. Like, and then there's text after it. Like, that's the standard. So the text after it matters a lot. Um, so it's 2 mana, deal 3 damage with a conditional Frost Plague. Like, if you quick draw, get a... Get a make your opponent get, like, Frost Plagued. I mean... Maybe 4 is a bit too much, but I think 4 is fine. Like, that effect is quite good and deal three damage for two mana is like the standard so i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think it's four stars awesome and then we have uh we have fan the hammer which is a rare spell it's four mana and it's deal six damage slit among among the lowest health enemies this is what happens when Gattlesnake lives for three turns. Um, <laughs> I honestly gave it two stars. It's expensive, and the effect is, if they are like a Totem Shaman or a Token Paladin, quite good. But if they're not, quite not good. Like, if they're not something that you're really happy about this hitting, like, you're maybe killing, like, one thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive for what... It looks like Demon Hunter's trying to do this set, which is, like, a bunch of, like, pop-off turns. And it's expensive. And it's also not a fell spell. Yeah. Um, 
and he's literally blasting fell lasers out of the freaking gun, but it's not a fell spell, which means you get none of that synergy. Like, they could have easily made this fell. He's blasting fell bullets out of the gun, and it still wouldn't have made the card better. But hey, here we are. Yeah, that's... I agree with that. I feel like that happens a lot uh, with with certain spells that just don't get don't get uh, a class associated with it, and it's just or a school associated with it. I mean, and it's just kind of I I just think it's lame, bad design. I mean, he's literally blasting fell bullets out of it. Like <laughs> I don't right. understand. Like why? Yeah. Why would you not? Like, I, don't <laughs> know. I mean, they must know something we don't, I guess. Or this card's just gonna be garbage. Maybe. No, I'm right, and Blizzard's wrong. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> I do think the card's it. bad. I do think the card's bad. Yeah. What'd you give it? I gave Fan the Hammer. Let's see, my super unorganized list of ratings. God. I'm sorry. I gave it, I gave it three out of five. <clears throat> That's fine. It might be better than I think it is. Like, it's probably around that range of, like, two to three stars. Yeah. I don't think it's one star. It's not that bad. Not horrible. <laughs> Do you want to tell me about Gunslinger Kurtrus? Yeah, so Gun Gunslinger Kurtrus is a five mana four six legendary minion. Battle cry: If your deck has no duplicates, fire six random two damage shots at minions in the enemy's hand. And the no effects, no death rattle, no reborn, no divine shield, no words on those cards matter when they're in the hand. And if they go to zero health or below, they are gone. Um, yes. do you know what his flavor text is? <laughs> do you have him up on bat on the Hearthstone mm, website? Yeah. Click him, click him. I have given up everything. I have given up a single copy of everything. What have you sacrificed? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, five stars. Uh, the, Same. it's the Highlander payoff for Demon Hunter, and it's massive, massive disruption and value tool. Like, very, very strong card. 12 damage split among minions in the enemy's hand. It, you're, you're killing, you're getting rid of something, and you're probably getting rid of a lot of things. If you're playing against, like, Totem Shaman or something, you're getting rid of everything. <laughs> it's like, right. so, it's it's quite, quite good. I agree. And I've got the other Demon Hunter legendary, Snake Eyes. 3 mana, 2, 3 Naga. Battlecry, roll 2 dice, then discover 2 cards of those costs. Doubles get an extra discover. So if you got doubles, you get to discover five cards. Um, what are your thoughts? I gave Snake Eyes a five out of five for the fun factor, mostly. I know the stats aren't great, um, but I think the rolling two dice is really cool, especially that if you roll Snake. Like, the flavor, it's just, like, too good. So I had to give it a five out of five, but... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it seems decent enough. I don't I don't know what you would really like. If uh, like I don't know, like I I, I give like... it, I give it a one out of five. Aww. I give it a five out of five on the fun factor. But like one of the things that I think is just gonna make this card unplayable, like I would literally give this like up to a four if it said discover two class cards but it, you 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 will just mostly be getting neutrals off this um like you don't you don't want neutrals i'm so so it specifies if it's not gonna be if it's gonna be a class i i always thought that like yeah it it specifies. there's the lots of cards way. that specify 
They say class guard. Okay. Yeah. I, well, they won't. They don't. It won't normally say class, but it'll say like discover a mage spell. You know. I just. Or, I just always thought that it was like if it just said discover, then it would be from the class from the card you're playing. But if it, and then if it said discover from any class, that it would be like anything. But any class means everything except neutrals. Okay. Uh, yeah, so is, I mean, I mean, with this that is oh, this mind, this yeah. means this means all neutrals and all demon hunter cards. So, and there's a lot more neutrals than demon hunter cards. Yeah, so maybe not quite a five out of five. Definitely in the fun factor. And it's, it's definitely five. a five, but I'm still gonna play it. But like, yeah. it's definitely not amazing. Um, um you want to know what is five stars? We got uh, Midnight Wolf. Do you want to tell me about it? <laughs> Yes, Midnight Wolf is a 6-mana six 6-6 six, six beast, common, uh, and it's got Rush, and it's Outcast, summon a copy of this. Yeah, 6-mana 12-12 twelve, twelve Rush, 5-star. I mean, I don't really need to say much like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Same. Yeah, I also give it 5. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, there's a card we're going to... Bartendo Bot. A two-mana 3-1 epic mech with battle cry, draw an outcast card, and slide it to the left side of your hand. Wee wee, man. Yeah, so so that card I gave a four out of five. I also gave a four out of five. Why did you give it a four out of five? It looks like an Omnic. Doesn't it kind of look like an Omnic from Overwatch? It does, actually. Huh. That's kind of crazy. Um, But yeah, it... uh. I feel like it's worthy of a four out of five just because like it's it's a demon hunter card that draws you an outcast and puts it in the best possible spot for being an outcast card. So I mean like there isn't much more. I mean the health sucks for sure. It's only one health, but like you're playing. That's why that, it's four so stars. That's why it's four stars. Like yeah. I mean it literally is card draw, tutor, and guaranteed outcast value by sliding it to the left. It's amazing. It's just uh it's four instead of five because its stats are bad. Like it, like, but like you don't even care that the stats are bad because of how good this effect is. Right. But like that does make it me give it a four instead of a five. Um, For sure. um, next card we have is a Parch Desperado, and it's a two mana three two uh, rare Naga with battle cry. If you've cast a spell while holding this, give your hero plus three attack this turn. One quick thing I just want to say is that I'm happy that, like, this is one of the things that stuck from, like, Sunken City. Like, Nagas have stayed around since then, and they've really, like, continued to just release them with, like, the, if you've cast, like, I, I like that. I'm glad that's something that they kept, because, like, I like it when mechanics that are, like, really well-received, like, stay around and continue to get support. That being said, um... This is almost guaranteed always gonna be online, because you're playing Demon Hunter, right? Like, this is, a, you, 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 pre, you might not be able to curve into it on turn two if you don't play a one-cost spell. Like, but it's almost always going to be online. So it's essentially like a better Gennarg Glaivesmith. He's that three-mana, three-three outcast. Give your hero plus three attack this turn. With that being said, though, we didn't, we don't put Gennarg Glaivesmith in our decks. Like, we're sometimes okay with discovering it off Illidari Studies, but that card's not good enough to put in the deck. This is a mana cheaper, a health less, and the condition is debatably easier to fulfill than Outcast. Um, 
So I give it three stars. My only question for it, this card is, is it good enough? Does it do, like, enough for us to, like, do we want this in our... We probably do. We probably do with the Naga stuff. My only thought was, like, you know what I mean? Is this, like, is this one of the 30 cards we want to put in our deck? Like, does it do enough? Because we don't put Gennar Glavesmith in our deck. Because we don't just, like, want to play a 3-3 and give our hero 3 attack. So I give it 3 stars, probably. I give... I, I gave this guy... Let's see. What did I give him? Parch Desperate. I gave him a 3 out of 5 as well. Oasis Outlaws. One mana common spell. Discover a Naga. If you played a Naga while holding this, reduce that Naga's cost by one. What are your I thoughts? I gave this a four out of five. Um, same. <clears throat> Why did you give it four out of five? Um, well, the effect, uh, obviously, and it synergizes very well with uh, the card we'll be talking about in a few minutes here. The Blind Eye Sharpshooter. So I, I I think it's definitely I mean it might even be like if this if this strategy is really good then it's like a five out of five because it's discovering you and Naga you're not even like getting one from your deck so you're just getting one more that you can play with. And this is basically free. You get like the fat value off this and off the Naga and this is cost one mana and the Naga is gonna be one mana less like it's... right. Yeah, I gave it a four. I just said, oh, yeah, Naga support, four stars. So that's my, my in-depth note. Heck, yeah. Um, and then we have a three-mana fell spell called Load the Chamber. It's a rare spell. And it's deal two damage. Your next Naga fell spell and weapon cost one less. Um, I gave it a... um. Four stars. So Same. you're reducing those three Nagafell and weapon, which means this is zero mana, essentially, because you're getting those reductions. You're banking those reductions for your pop-off turn, which means it's debatably better than, like, because like, you're, you're like, kind of setting it up, you know, so it's better, like, you're spending three mana to pocket three mana, like, bank three mana for later, but, like, it's even better than that because you're getting, like, that value, like, all mm -hmm. in one turn. And then you also just like you know, a pat on the back. You also deal two damage. Uh, it's really it's really good. I yeah I agree. Very good card. Um, last up we got Blind Eye Sharpshooter. It's an epic Naga, a three mana one five. After you play a Naga, deal two damage to a random enemy and draw a spell, and then switch. So Naga spell, Naga spell. After you then it would be after you play a spell, deal two damage to a random enemy and then draw a spell. So what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think I think this is definitely five out of five because it's it's almost an even better. Um, well, I don't know. It's a very different effect, so I can't really say it's. Um, better it's a better than, Lady Steno. Not not Lady Steno. What's the Naga spell from Ma from Mage? Oh, uh, it's name. not better than it's not better than Spite Lash Siren. Spite Lash Siren can just like you can literally go. Anywhere. Yeah, because because it, it's mana. You're dealing with mana. This is just damage. But I feel like you play this at a later turn and you played some load the chambers and you have oasis outlaws in your hand and who knows what else uh would synergize with this i don't know but i'm sure there's other stuff and i just feel like you could easily like just draw through your deck and kill them 
I can just see you literally, I can just see turns where you, like, double load the chambers, you know, maybe hit them with a taste of chaos and just play a third load the chamber you discovered, and then just go, like, blind eye sharpshooter, and then, like, free spite lash, or no, then, uh, the, the, what's the, the two mana two, two, reduce your left and right, and then, like, wayward sage. Yeah, and then just, like, literally just go crazy. Yeah, I think it's gonna be very fun. Very good card. I'm excited to play it. I said five stars, too. I said five stars, but I'm probably on Copium. But <laughs> We'll see. I don't know. It's, it's It seems like it would be pretty good. And then the class Jesse really wanted to talk about the most out of all of them. He said it's <laughs> the one he's most excited no. for. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Merger's like pick a deck and I just scrolled and I saw Priest and I was like Priest <laughs> and Jesse saw Thirsty Drifter and he said mm, that's a he and then he that card made him like turned on yeah I mean he looked he looks kind of hot it's like panting and stuff it says quick someone bring her a mana thirst card god okay yeah. so so Thirsty Drifter it's a six mana four six taunt minion it's rare and it says cost one less for each one cost card you've played this game um what did you give it i gave it three stars this is astral automaton support i don't know it's hard for me to say whether or not this is i guess like you astral automaton astral automaton raise dead and astral automaton and then like this is three mana and you play this and like protect your astral automatons like, maybe it's good enough. I don't know. I'm not convinced Astral Automaton decks will ever be good enough, but this makes, this and, like, Pip make me think that they, like, actually really want them to work. So, I don't know. Yeah. that's Like, they I might just, thinking. if this doesn't make them work, they literally might, like, push it and buff them. Like, they already buffed Astral Automaton once. So, it used to be a 1-1. They made it a 1-2. Like, if they really want it to work, I guess I could see it. And they clearly do. They literally made one of the legendaries Astral Automaton support. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I gave so three it three stars for me. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Um, but, yeah. I guess I guess we'll see uh, how, how the automatons do with this stuff coming in. Next up, we got Pip the Potent, a four mana three five. The stats are fine. Battle Cry, copy each one cost card in your hand. What are your thoughts? I gave this one a five out of five, uh, just because you know if that's the strategy we're going for, um, playing a bunch of one costs, especially Astral Automatons, that's just a really good effect for that. So, um, and like you said, the the stats are fine. So. I gave it a I five it a out of five. Three out of five. If you want this to copy a bunch of automatons and raise deads, like if you want this to copy a bunch of stuff, that means you can't play that stuff. And like you know what you want to do turns one through three, at least I think you probably want to play your astro automatons. Like that's like, that's true, yeah. So I don't know, because it's like if you're not doing that, then like you're holding off for a later turn where you can play a bunch and then play thirsty drifter i guess and then like make one giant board in one turn but that's more susceptible to like a board clear so i don't i don't know i gave it three like and i guess you can just you'd also just run this in control to be a scumbag and copy your freaking copy your shard of the narus and copy your the light it burns but i don't necessarily think that's good enough Maybe yeah. it is. Like, maybe it is. Maybe we're not upset about playing a 4-mana 3-5 that says, like, 
get another shard of the Naru and get like a location or something, get a shard and get a light it burns. Like I guess we're probably not upset about that, but I'm also not like excited about it. Right. Um, so three for me. And then next up we got Holy Spring Water. Two mana holy spell. Restore eight health to a damaged character. Save any excess and a one cost bottle. What are your thoughts on this? I gave it a four out of five. I gave it a four out of five as well. Why did you give it a four out of five? So I give it a four out of five because it's, I mean, for two mana, restoring eight health is crazy. And and also it kind of accounts for, like, if you're if you're playing a control deck and, you know, they, they hit you a few times, like maybe, like, turn two, they, like, hit you with something or, like, maybe even into, like, turn three and get you down, like, five health then it's like you're not losing out on the value because you just get a one-cost heal three, which isn't, like, crazy, but at least, like, at least it's Yeah, and there. then you pocket that for later, and then th the reason I think this is good is because it's really fat overheal support. It makes that bottle one, so if you just restore yourself for, like, one or two, and then you hit this on, like, that, uh, that one dude that says overheal, summon a minion of that cost, you can, like, play him and then make, like, a random, like, a six cost or something. Like, you can... It's really big. It's really good for its overheal support because it's one mana overheal support, which is really, really nice. Um, yeah. And also, two mana heal eight is just like solid on its own, even if it didn't do all this extra stuff. So. I agree. Um, uh, next up, we have a four mana shadow spell rare called Invasive Shade Leaf, and it's deal eight damage to an enemy minion, save any excess in a one cost bottle. Um, two stars. I don't know why this is twice the cost of Holy Spring Water. Um, Priest, like, like, why is this the same cost as Cannibalize? Like, like, yeah, kidding me? Like, no, yeah, the fact that that's like one thing I thought of too is to Cannibalize. Like, I don't know, it's not very good. If, 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 if it was it, also two mana, that if it was also two mana, we'd be talking. <laughs> it could stay four mana. I feel like I feel like one thing that could have made this card fun is like maybe the one cost bottle could be could go to any enemy. So like you could use it to clear board, like maybe in the mid game, and then have a bunch of one cost bottles that do like however much damage, and then copy it with Pip, and then have a bunch of one cost burn spells. But I'm just like a burn slut, so. Yeah, but they just don't <clears throat> want us to have. They don't want priests to have fun. They just want yeah. that only to be able to hit minions, you know. Yeah, no, I think that's. I think that's kind of lame. They, they, they should. They should let the bottles go face. But next up, we got swarm of light bugs. You also gave it two stars, or sorry, the invasive. Yeah, I gave it leaf. two stars. Swarm of light bugs, five mana, rare spell. Summon 10 one, one light bugs with lifesteal. Save any excess in a one-cost bottle. What are your thoughts on this? I also gave this 2 out of 5 because I'm just, I don't know. Like, it, it, I don't know. Like, maybe this would be kind of, like, I don't know. What do you think? Because I, I honestly don't know how this would be. It seems like a very weird effect. So I gave it, like, 4 stars because I was thinking, like, Okay, just like any card in a Control Priest deck, there's going to be some matchups where that card, like, just doesn't, isn't good or doesn't really matter as much. Like, in Control, a lot of your healing stuff doesn't matter. In Aggro, like, a lot of your late game, like, value stuff is not that important. Like, but, 
So against like control, this is not great. Like they're gonna be able to answer it. But against aggro, something like aggro paladin, something like uh, like a hunter, uh, they don't have the means to just cleanly deal with seven one one minions. So against something like that, like this really excels against them, like like a paladin or a hunter. Like the only way they're really able to interact with your minions is. Uh, by trading and even if they just they're like all right whatever i'm gonna buff up my taunt and make him like a six six taunt divine shield okay you still trade in all seven bugs and heal for heal that six damage back like it's still do you think it would still, be too good if the light bugs had rush oh so, yeah so i feel like yeah because be then it would be good no matter what like this they do need to have a chance to respond i feel like because like those yeah. decks, that those decks where you really need the healing, like the hunter or like the, the like uh, whatever the hunter or the paladin or whatever, they don't really have the means to answer them, so they need a turn to like be able to like all right, get my damage in, you know. How yeah? How are they gonna deal with it? Um, so four stars for me, but uh, interesting. One, it's my one. favorite out of, out of those three bottle cards. It's my favorite. The Demon Hunter, I think Holy Spring Water might be my favorite, but I feel like the <laughs> the one card that counters it the worst is literally the Demon Hunter. Uh, the oh, which, the fan one the shoots, hammer. Yeah, fan the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm or just any of the we'll board clear fan decks. the hammer in our decks. I'm yeah. Not yeah, I agree. Watch them. You play that. They fan the hammer. All six bullets hit your face. They concede. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you want to tell me about Injured Hauler? Yeah, so Injured Hauler is a 3-mana three 3-7 three common minion with Battle Cry, deal 4 damage to this minion, and has an overfeel, overheal effect of deal 2 damage to all enemy minions. So, I just don't know why we're working this hard for, like, a mediocre effect, because you have to heal, I mean, you could, if you're running Holy Spring Water, and then you play this, and then you Holy Spring Water it. Like, turn four, I guess, like, ideally what we're thinking is, like, turn four, you play this, you holy spring water it with the bottle, I guess. Like, maybe you spring water your face and healed for, like, like three or something. And then you injured hauler. Or maybe you spring water yourself and only heal for, like, one or two. And then you overheal this, and then you deal two to all. So it's just, like, we're spending two cards for a 3-7 and, like, to deal two to all enemy minions. I guess it's, like, fine i guess i'm just not sure why i guess if this sticks they can never develop a board like i guess if you do that once against paladin like they just never you could just keep hero powering this every turn and getting that effect so actually mm -hmm. i changed my mind i just thought about that and now it's three stars um yeah that's... i guess if you make it stick i guess it's good like once it's stuck against something like a paladin like if they don't have a way to answer that, you can just always you can just keep hero powering at every single turn. Right. Yeah. No. I I initially gave this a four out of five. Um, but like you said, it's just a lot of work. I feel like if it was like deal da deal two damage to all enemies, it would be maybe worth four. Um, and I don't see why it couldn't just do two damage to all enemies. They they just really don't want priest to go face like ever and i don't know it's kind of annoying in my opinion because it's like because you're a little face they just give priests 
they also just give priests like infinite tools to deal with board and to heal and to live forever and then like hardly anything to close games out with so it's like like i don't know like you literally have these taunt minions that are gonna cost zero at some point in the game if you're going that route and like well they did give just... something to close games out with it's the last card we'll be talking about today that's true that's true um did you talk about injured hauler or did you mm, i don't remember i talked about light bugs i think okay so tell this us about my turn. posse possession Posse Possession, 4-mana Epic Shadow Spell. Summon a 4-4 four, four <laughs> copy of a random minion in your opponent's hand. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I gave this a 4 out of 5. Uh, Why'd you give it a 4 out of 5? Um, I don't know. I probably, I probably overvalued it again. Because uh, I was just thinking, like, you know, it could pool something crazy. But I guess there, there's probably going to be a lot of instances where you just get, like, a basic minion that you can't like, a like if this pulls like a or like a yeah like if this pulls like a, a minion that has like an ongoing effect or like a titan like it's really good but if it pulls anything else it's like not that good so i guess i, I would probably change my answer to like a three out of five what do you think i gave it a two i said knowledge is good like you get knowledge of something that's in their hand a four mana four four is not good. High rolls can occur with titans, colossals, death rattles, divine shields, reborns, etc. But also, a lot of the times you're gonna hit like a random battle cry minion, and then you're just simply getting a four mana four four. And we don't play four mana four fours. Like, we don't. Yeah. So, um. It's just hard, because you can eye-roll, like, there will be times... I don't think we put this in our deck. I think maybe sometimes we take this off the Discover, and then, like, maybe we try to go for a high-roll. I just don't... We probably don't just straight-up put this in our deck, though. Right. Um, now we you got... want to tell me about the BB? Yes. So, Benevolent Banker, it's a epic 3-mana 2-4 minion. With Battlecry, discover a spell from your deck... Quick draw enemy deck instead. Um, so Shadow Visions, discover a spell from your deck for two mana. This is a three mana Shadow Visions on a two four body. And conditionally, uh, instead of Shadow Visions from your enemy's deck. Ironically, I think that this is like one of the only cards that if you have Quick Draw, I think it's worse. Like, I think it's worse to discover a spell from your enemy's deck. That's what I was saying. I was like, why. Why is that almost like they're like... Oh, hey, I'm wrong. Buddy, it's not a copy. It's not a copy. You're literally pulling it out of their deck. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty good then. Well, w even before I knew that, I had already put it at five stars. Because Shadow Visions, we run in our Priest decks for two mana. And this was a three mana version of this. And now this also, I had an epiphany and realized you can also just steal a card from your opponent's deck. So, um, True. Yeah. Five, I had it at five stars already, so. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, have, but I... there's lots of spells that if you take them away, your opponent's game plan can get screwed up. Like, Relic Demon Hunter is still a thing. You steal a relic, they cry. Like, you can, lots of classes still run their legendary songs from Festival, and you'd steal their song. Like, even True. you steal just, like, a board clear, so you steal, like, a, I don't know, just, like, lots of things. And you're getting rid of a card in their deck. Um... Next up, we got Tram Heist. Four mana common spell. 
Get a copy of every card your opponent played last turn. What are your thoughts on this? I gave this a 4 out of 5. Um, Why'd you give it a 4 out of 5? Um, I, I just think for, like, the mana costs, like, it, it seems, like, pretty cheap to have, like, if you're, like, in the late game and your opponent just has, like, a crazy turn and plays a bunch of, like, really valuable stuff, and then if you just play that, like, uh, I don't know, it's just a lot of value in your hand. Um, so that's why I gave it a 4 out of 5, because, I mean, uh, I don't know what direction Priest is trying to go with all this stuff, because it's, it's very all over the place, it seems, so I don't know. But it, it seems more so like it would be a control-type, like, long strategy, so I feel like having a card that just copies all of the cards your opponent played the past turn is pretty, pretty good. I gave this one star. I said, get this shit off my screen. <laughs> I said... I said, Priest does not have, does, Control Priest has not and does not and will not ever have a problem with generating value. Like, we have Savannah, stuff like that. Like, we don't, we're not have problems with generating value. And in the situation you described where your opponent plays, has a massive pop-off turn, like, plays a bunch of valuable stuff, you can't spend half of your mana adding all those to your hand you have to like deal with it like you have to respond that's facts yeah i mean so. if you're i guess like if you're saying you have to deal with their board you could always like isn't is clean the scene like five mana or is it six mana clean the scene's five but also like if you're control priest you're gonna run into hand space issues and also it's like i don't know bro yeah i, I mean know. i could see why you gave it a one um but yeah, I guess we'll see. I, I, I it probably won't be that good. It's a fun. It's another they, they card on the high on the fun anyways. factor. It's high on the fun factor. Yeah. You want to tell us about the final card of the night? Yeah. So the final card of the night is Elise Badlands Savior, and it's a legendary eight cost minion. It's a five five with battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, summon four four copies of four random minions in your deck. Yeah, eight mana twenty one twenty one. Uh, and that's assuming none of the cards do anything. <laughs> yeah, like you're probably um, like you're most stars, likely gonna stars. pull. Yeah, I get it. You a hit an injured hauler, hit it with your location. You hit some taunts. You hit some astral automatons. You hit your colossals. You hit your titans. You hit your death rattle. Like, even if you low roll like crazy, like you get four cards that do absolutely nothing. They still have to answer your board, or they're taking twenty-one damage. Mm -hmm. And you're priest, so you probably have been doing stuff like you know you probably have been keeping their board clear, and then you drop this big giant thing, and then it's their turn to clear your board or lose the game. And even if they clear it, then you just make the game go on for thirty more turns. So facts, facts. Yes. Yeah, so that was all the neutral cards in the upcoming hearthstone set showdown in the badlands the priest and demon hunter cards as well so we're gonna try and get the other uh, nine classes over to you guys um we're gonna do our best we are gonna try we are gonna really do our best but we got like a week so we hope you guys yeah. enjoyed listening and do you have any other things you points or anything you wanted to make we man no um other than uh just another little update on the website it's still in progress but uh just want to keep you guys hyped for it because i'm hoping people will visit it once it's up and like once it's once it's being used like obviously right now it's it's purely just been development because 
uh, Private Merc and I haven't really been playing much Hearthstone, but um, once, you know, this set comes out and we're playing a lot and uh, it's fully made, I, I would love for people to check it out. So Yeah, uh, just we're so hyped. Yeah, yeah. I am at least. I'm very excited for it. He said he needs Hearthstone. No, no. (laughs) I want to play Demon Hunter, though. You always, like, pick the one that, like, I don't know about yet, but then once I do, I'm like, I'm like, that's... Well, maybe you should, maybe you should be informed. Yeah. It's because I just don't have Reddit Maybe you should read. Nah. Readings for uh, noobs. I don't stinky, read. Readings for stinky smellers. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, we wish you a good night, and thanks for listening, fans, for those of you that tuned back in after missing us. Because we know how much you missed us. Yes. Good night, folks. <laughs> good night.